0: We control America, the noble shit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day.
1: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world, my name is Josh, that's Vince Tagliavia, welcome to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose, live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy and a fucking conspiracy it is vince oh my goodness oh yeah Big and time. you know we're gonna get into it tonight we're gonna talk about a lot of different topics uh primarily the fact that we are you know i i think i've said this before is that we are in a cold war but we're not only in a cold war with china and russia but we are in a cold civil war and i've been i've been having a lot of thought on this all week and this is a scary topic to even talk about because the ramifications of talking about this specific topic um, can bring you FBI investigations and kicking in your door oh. and such. So, sure. uh, right now, what's happening in the world is by design. It's by plan. I don't think I have to tell anybody this. I think everybody understands this, that what, what is unfolding in the world is is happening because people in the world, certain people, are controlling the direction of where the world is heading. And they want this to happen. They want massive destabilization. They want massive destructuring. They want the whole world to crumble and collapse. They want, right, the, the, the fourth turning to occur, which usually starts with economic decline, secondarily moving into a world war. I was listening to Glenn Beck the last few days. And the reason I listened to yeah. Glenn Beck is because it, it brings more of a kind of a non conspiratorial conservative viewpoint and I would have thought that was the truth but that's really not the truth anymore Glenn Beck has gone complete conspiracy theorist these days Um, but he was drawing the parallels right now of World War One of how we're in almost the exact situation of what the Fabian socialists were doing to the world during world war one of trying to orchestrate a destructuring of the world order to implement a new world order. And they were very successful in parts of it, but they were hoping for a slow world war, which actually came into a massive world war that killed millions of people. And once again, we're dealing with Fabian socialists and we're dealing with this, uh, this destructuring of society and this is why i say not only we are we in a cold civil war with China and Russia, and and that's the truth. I mean, uh, Glenn was talking about a book called Unconventional Warfare, written by some Chinese generals back in the 1990s, where they discussed, instead of taking on the United States of America militarily with kinetic weaponry, that they use alternative methodology, technology, they utilize psychological warfare, they use economic warfare, they use resource warfare, and go after them in this sense. They use drug warfare. Yeah, it is fascinating, but, but it's the truth. If you look at what's happening right now, what we're seeing right now is uh, a combination of what Yuri Bezmenov discussed and told us what happened when Russia infiltrates the United States of America, as well as what China claimed uh, would happen through unconventional warfare. And so not only are we in this Cold War there, but we're in this Cold War in the United States of America. I got kind of an alignment of, of things that we'll go through tonight. But I'm going to mention just one story to get us started tonight. And this mm-hmm. is Joe Biden discussing how he is going to um, – let me pull up the story. There it is. Let me let me pull this up because this – you just got to listen to what he says here. I'm going to pull this up real quick.
2: Provide aid for those seeking to deliver much-needed humanitarian assistance as well as food, water, medicine, shelter, and other aid to Ukrainians displaced by Russia's war and provide aid for those seeking refuge in other countries from Ukraine. <clears throat> it's also going to help schools and hospitals open. It's going to allow pensions and social support to be paid to the Ukrainian people so they have something, something in their pocket. It's also going to provide critical resources to address food shortages around the globe.
1: All right. Did anybody just hear Joe Biden say, That in the aid package that they're giving to Ukraine is going to include aid for Ukrainian people's pensions. Yeah. Now, do you remember when this war was breaking out and people were showing the nightclubs in Ukraine and Kyiv and how people were Mm. dancing and life really hasn't changed that much in Kyiv?
3: I I don't know. I'm hearing different things. I'm hearing everything's fine. I'm also hearing everything's destroyed in Mm. some parts.
1: Well, some parts it is. The power yeah. stations, uh, the biolabs, these types of things. But this is socialism. Is The United States is the granddaddy who is giving their wealth away to other countries, pissing it away to other countries. Yeah. We have East Palestine, Ohio, which is having one of the greatest ecological disasters that we've seen in decades. Yeah. We have record number of homeless in our country, record number of illegal immigrants in our country, a record number of, of suicides by veterans in our country, a record number of people on pharmaceutical uh, drugs in our country. We have one of the unhealthiest countries in the world. We are in some of the lowest rankings in education. Our infrastructure is falling apart. Look, Go to uh, Pete at Edge the other day. Excuse me. When he said, "Well, oh, there's 1,700 trains derail every year. This is not a. This is not something that's uncommon, right? Like, like fix the fucking tracks, fix the trains. Like, do, do you yeah. understand? Like, you, I still
3: don't know if that's even accurate. I've been trying to get to the bottom of it, but part of me wants to say that's not true. I don't know though.
1: Well, I think what they consider a derailment is anything that jumps a track, anything that tips over. Uh, it could be a lot of different things." Uh, but if, if that is, then it's definitely not the safest uh, methodology to travel in the world, and I will never take a uh, uh, an Amtrak anywhere if that's truly the case. Um, yeah. But what we're seeing here is the, the radical spending and printing by the federal government of our money, of our wealth. we got to remember that, that the money that Congress brings into action, th- that's our wealth. That, that's money that every U.S. citizen has to pay back in debt to some strong-hand arm of the world. And for generations to come, we're going to be paying that tab for the Ukrainians. Firstly, that's just not fair. Secondly, that's not right. Thirdly, that's not constitutional. There you go. The yeah. problem that I'm having with this is that Congress has to enact this. Congress has to, Joe Biden just can't say is that we're going to be paying for the pensions in Ukraine without mm-hmm. an approval from Congress. Now, if Congress sits behind them and says, let's do it. You people in Ukraine, they're suffering greatly. We, we just saw 12 Ukrainians get indicted on embezzling U.S. aid money and buying cars in mansions. Right. A week after one of the interior ministers died in a helicopter crash. Hmm. That's not odd. You, yeah. D- yeah, it's not. It, d- this is this is a mockery. This is this. People are laughing at the United States of America right now for everything that is going on. And here's yeah. the thing. Oh,
3: good, good. Yeah, nobody believes that uh, Zelensky is just a very successful uh, comedian, billionaire politician. That doesn't happen ever.
1: Well, a- on top of that is this part. America's pissed off. I was listening to liberals get mad. (laughs) Liberals are pissed off. We don't want war. You said there wasn't going to be war. We're not going to war. Why are you spending money like this? It's only the radical liberals that are aligning with all of this. Yeah,
3: Especially when they sit back and they look at their lives and maybe they want to buy a house or something and they're realizing they can't, or they buy their electric car and realize it won't take them on their road trip they want to go on. Or, you know, they're looking at their 401ks and realizing their lives are in despair and we're sending money away. They're finally connecting the dots.
1: So there was an interesting um, statistic that came out last week is that... um, I think it was about thirty-eight percent of 401ks have been drained in 2022 from people taking out either loans or cashing their oh. 401ks out completely. Now, why didn't we? Yeah, why didn't we see that in the market?
3: Thirty-eight percent were cashed out because it's the probably smaller fish in the game.
1: Mm, 401ks make up a big portion of those financial institutions' funds that they get to play with.
3: That's yes, but I don't think somebody with 10 million dollars in their 401k would be withdrawing it before somebody with like 50 grand.
1: Well, firstly, there's limits on 401ks, but 10 million dollars on in a 401k is is unheard of unless that was gains by by some dude. Um Right. But, but I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. just saying
3: I think it's small fish. I think that's why we didn't see a big move, but what are your thoughts?
1: 150 million Americans. Okay. That are paying, let's say 150 million Americans that are paying the 401ks. Okay? 150. Mm-hmm. This means that let's just take 30%. 45 million pulled out of their 401ks. Yeah. 45 million. Let's estimate that that's 100K. A big chunk. 100K out of 45 million. On okay? average? Yeah, that's like $45 billion out of the market. Hmm. That, that's just a rough estimate. So it's significant, and you didn't see it in the market. Why? Because the market's compensated by manipulation. But I digress about that financially. We'll talk about the financial collapse that's talking. Um, you know, when I look back at the show, we're, we're what, episode 500 and 522? 22, yeah. You know, when we look back on this, we have to remember what we have said before. Number one is that October, November, 2022, I said that there's a firestorm event coming, right? There's a firestorm coming. What is a firestorm? People might know it as a fire sale. People might know it as a jackpot, poly crisis, whatever you want to call it. The way I looked at it is a color revolution that is orchestrated slowly over time that chips away at the various foundations of the different domains that operate a country.
3: Mm -hmm. at the same time
1: (laughs) at the same time social cultural institutional economic academic uh supply chain infrastructure all of these start to get shipped away we are seeing it right now it's happening right now and you know this is my warning for everybody out there because right now um i I had some some long talks this weekend Mm -hmm. and uh I'm stocking up. Yeah. Not only am I stocking up on on supplies, I'm stocking up on potentials, emergency situation potentials. And I'm also stocking up on brass. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I'm getting myself a versatile collection of things that go boom with brass. And the reason I say that is because ammunition during those times, unless you're making your own, Mm -hmm. which I don't have that skill set at the moment, is really difficult to make. It's really difficult to find. So, you want to basically. So, for everybody out there, if you're looking to buy a purchase a firearm and you're running, like, you know, should I go out there and get like a 308, a 30 odd six rifle? Or, you know, do I go get a 20 gauge? Or, or right? Like, listen, you, you buy your first weapons should always buy. Your first guns you should always buy are guns with popular ammunitions nine millimeter, 12 gauge, Remington 223. Twenty-two. Those are like the four types of, of firearms that you should buy. And the reason I say those is because there's always going to be an abundance of ammunition out there for them in, in the sense of buying trading, right? Now, if you're if you got that and you got a good collection of it that, that didn't fall off the boat into the accident like mine, then what you do is you can go out there and get a 45. You can go out there and get a 380. You can go out there and get different caliber pistols. You can go out there and get different caliber rifles, right? Yeah. Or different shotguns. And so I don't know what this is going to look like. We're in the, the 21st century. It's the year 2023, right? Yes, it is. I thought really deep this week because it, it, this these are not my thoughts, by the way in the sense of civil wars coming. Oh. Okay. Uh, but this is other people that I'm talking to. Civil war. Civil war. Oh, yeah. We're in a cold civil war right now. And um, I think people are being pushed to the brink. I think people are more than fed up. I think people yeah. are just done. They're, they're, they're Washington, D.C., look, we have a Republican Congress. And besides a few hearings that made us all clap... Absolutely, dick has been done. Yeah,
0: you're dick,
1: right. Nothing, nothing. It, oh, we repealed the the eighty-seven thousand IRS agents, and we and we had a few people in here to talk to us, and yay, we're doing good. Pat ourselves on the back. Well, Joe Biden is talking about giving U.S. tax dollars and pension funds to Ukraine when when Richard Grinnell. The former DNI, former ambassador to Germany under Donald Trump. Donald Trump's good friends like, well, you know, do you, Russia's bad dudes and we got to stop Russia. And Mike Pompeo, oh, Russia's the bad dude. We got to stop Russia. Because hmm. you want to know why I think? I think deep down inside, they all understand that the global order is coming. And they'd rather be someone who is uh, there to align with it and mold it in their, in their perspective than the fight against it.
3: Yeah, they're sellouts. I don't they're know just... if
1: they're sellouts, but I think, that, I think that the world order is inevitable. I think the, the restructuring of the global order is inevitable. I've said this before, and people can hate me all they want on this. It's inevitable. At some point in the future, it is going to happen. Okay?
3: Yeah, I, I agree.
1: Nation states will, will cease to exist, and it'll go to a one-planetary government. That will happen sometime in the future, whether that's tomorrow, 10 years down the road, 50 years down the road, 1,000 years down the road. I don't know, right? It will eventually happen. They are pushing for that right now. Now, when we say nothing can stop what's coming, I think that this is what they mean, is nothing can stop this transition of the ages, this restructuring of the economic, of the political, and of the military powers of the world. And with that, they're trying to usher in a new world order, a new world, one world government during this process. And I think that there's a lot of players at the table who are seeking power in that world and global order. And it's all about what militaries you control, how many people you control, what resources you have under your control, and how you play the game with all of those things. And right now, the top contenders in the world are the EU, Russia, Russia, China and the United States. Those are the only four competitors right now in the world at that table. And the EU and the United States are ushering for a one world government, a totalitarian, techno cameo, cameo, fascist, one world order. OK, where. OK, where they organize everything through the United Nations, through a world government body. And they move forth with that. Russia's like, nah, dude, we're, we're keeping our sovereignty. We're going to align with this BRICS economic alliance, which is now turning into a military alliance, which someone said, I'm pretty sure, a few years ago, that BRICS is going to turn into a military alliance. I'm, I'm, I'm positive if we rewind this show a few hundred episodes. Someone was saying that BRICS is not an economic alliance, it's a military alliance, and soon they will take over the majority of the countries, and they will have a bigger alliance than NATO. And guess yeah, what? Yeah,
3: I remember. <laughs> yeah, true.
1: They do. It's already there. But China, yeah. but China, China doesn't give a shit about Russia. China's just using Russia to, to handle Europe you, right now, put the United States at bay for through a war of attrition. Okay? Yeah. And when when all said and done, China's taking out Russia.
3: And it, Yeah. JTAC said it really well last week. He said but the enemy of my enemy is my friend until my enemy is destroyed
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) the enemy of my enemy is my friend until my enemy is destroyed that's right so right now we're seeing destabilization destructuring of the united states of america um examples of this let's let's just go into it and this is what i'm talking i'm going to talk about civil war here in a second guys Uh, East Palestine, Ohio residents break out in rashes, report headaches after toxic chemical explosions. Imagine that. Let's listen to what this lady has to say. FEMA
2: is now sending a team to East Palestine, Ohio. And this comes more than two weeks after the train derailment threatened the small town. Mike, Governor rather, Mike DeWine came under criticism for not requesting federal aid sooner. And then his office criticized FEMA over allegations FEMA was not stepping up to help. Meantime, there are new reports that former President Trump will be visiting East Palestine on Wednesday. Trump is expected to meet with community members. And now, word that Aaron Brockovich will also. Also be in East Palestine for a town hall meeting. News Nation was the first network to speak with her after the disaster.
1: I don't care about hearing from Aaron Brockovich, but what we're getting is reports of people having some serious medical conditions. We were reporting on this last week, specifically that kids were having tr- trouble breathing, tightening of the chest. Now we're seeing breaking out in rashes. Yeah, and this is from the Faustians. So this is one thing. Okay, what what else happened in Ohio? At least 13 injured in an explosion at metal metal alloy factory in Bedford, Ohio. Metal alloy factory. Now now that's interesting. Is this another attack on infrastructure? I mean, last year, yeah, last year we saw over 150 plus food processing manufacturing and distribution centers attacked through what I would call cyber attacks or intentional attacks. To where they started on fire. We had over 25 oil refineries and natural gas stations. Excuse me. Targeted where they had at least one explosion. Now we're seeing what? Infrastructure. We're seeing things that are doing critical supply chain elements.
3: Yeah, and this isn't like your ace hardware going up in flames. This is the person who supplies hundreds, if not thousands of other factories and businesses with the raw materials to make their products.
1: Yep. Now, how about this one? Police sources, 18-inch pipe bomb found behind Holmesburg Church near the railroad tracks. Original reports were they found them directly on the railroad tracks. I guarantee you this thing had some type of timing sequence on it, or was placed on the tracks to when the pressure of the train goes over it, it goes boom. Which means, guess what? They they were trying to get another derailment, huh? Yeah, isn't that interesting? Sounds like intentional to me. Let's go. Concerning. Yeah, let's go to this one. Let's listen to this young lady has to say. Local
4: ranchers and. Hey everybody, this is Dahl Arnson with the Alaska Patriot Network. I am visiting California and I am here with one of the local ranchers. And I was brought out to this field in Stanislaus County, California. And this is the center of like the heartland of the the nut industry, the almond industry, the pecan, or not pecans, I'm sorry, almond, walnut, uh, cattle, uh, there's not a lot out here, folks, and yesterday we were at a gathering and we were alerted by another rancher that the railroad company, some company, they, that nobody knows which company this is, has brought in hundreds of these railroad cars, and you can just see the line of them here. Let me see, make sure I'm getting it in the shot, sorry. Getting this in the shot now, it, on the on the cars they say liquid odorless liquid petroleum gas. Now they are loaded. The, the they're riding low on their axles, they're double and triple deep on the switchback, and and this is important because these ranchers, this is unprecedented in this area. No, none of them, they're like, what the hell is this? Why are they bringing this into the you know heart of nowhere? I mean, unless you own land here or you're in the know-how, you don't know that this is this is here right now. And like I said, this is just the end of this line. I'll make sure I'm getting these cars in here. And it goes on for miles. There's hundreds of these cars filled with an unknown liquid in the middle. Now, what's significant about this is, just over, you know, a few miles over is the main water pipeline that goes into San Francisco. This also abuts two important industrial uh, in agricultural uh, rivers that feed this agricultural valley. So we don't quite know what's going on here. And it was the talk of the valley yesterday. I'm I'm just visit- all right. It's talk of the valley. They don't know what's going on.
1: We know exactly what's going on. Everything is being set up. They are moving as fast as they possibly can move to take this yeah, shit down.
3: I noticed this same exact thing near where I live. Actually, I waited for the train to pass, and then the same exact style That as that. Mm-hmm. A few days ago, I waited for it to pass in front of me. I'm like, this is weird. This never happens. Um, now, it's been parked ever since, and the town over... Right hey, next go, to the bay. I want you to go take videos at the this. end of the tracks. I mean, you to go I go might, take pictures. I might and wake of my way tomorrow afternoon. Do it. It's a pretty long trip, but I, I might just do it. Be like, I, I want everybody out there. out
1: there to head out to the railroad tracks and see if there's any tankers sitting on your tracks near near strategic positions, water, uh, rivers, water supplies, irrigation, farmland, and we want pictures and videos of this. I'm telling you guys, it's happening. It's not, I it's, hope not, not, it's not, dude, but it looks like it. it's happening. Right it's now. It's
3: fucked up, man. I, that ruins my whole spot. And thousands of other people.
1: Yep. So let's go to this next one. Do you think any of this was intentional? Local farmers sound alarm. Why did East Palestine launch my idea emergency service to surveil biometrics one week before train data? Huh. <laughs> The suspicious timing of the government's distribution of health monitoring digital ID exactly one week before the disaster warrants answers. This happened exactly one week before the derailment. They began monitoring your physical activity, your heart rate, your respiration, anything you might be exposed to. I see this as a kind of a sensor you would put on an astronaut or an athlete that you wanted to track to see how they would react to stress after or being winded. In this instance, chemical exposure, it's a monitoring device. This was freaking planned, okay? This was planned.
3: Doesn't get much more obvious than that, silly.
1: Yep, and let's, don't have to hear it from my mouth. I learned how it
2: Columbiana County coverage now and East Palestine is known as the place to be. It's way ahead of the curve on a program to provide better treatment for anyone in the event of an emergency. I learned how it works, and how it could help everyone in East Palestine. My ID provides quick medical information for emergency responders. Darlene Chapman is the outreach coordinator for this project, and she's an EMT.
4: If they're in a situation where they can't tell us, or they don't have any family around, this is something that would make my life easier.
2: My ID works by taking a camera phone and pointing it at a QR code. It provides valuable medical information such as allergies, breathing difficulties, or other conditions, so you get proper treatment and care.
4: If anybody sees the QR code, you're, this, you'll be able to scan this and get the information. So it's, it helps that person, not necessarily just here, but anywhere in the nation.
2: There are a few options for My ID a bracelet, key fob, necklace, or attachment on your watch band. YOU CAN CHOOSE THE ONE WHICH FITS YOUR LIFESTYLE BEST. THAT'S UP TO YOU. ORDERS WILL START IN JANUARY. THE FIRE DEPARTMENT HAS ALREADY COLLECTED $5,000 IN DONATIONS TO HELP. THAT'S OUR ULTIMATE GOAL. WE WANT TO BE ABLE TO GIVE THIS FOR FREE TO THE CITIZENS AND PROVIDE THEM WITH THAT EXTRA LAYER OF CARE SO that WE CAN BETTER TREAT THEM. THE OFFER INCLUDES UNITY TOWNSHIP, WHICH IS SERVED BY THE EAST PALESTINE FIRE DEPARTMENT. THESE ITEMS COST AROUND $20 EACH. YOU CAN EVEN BUY IT FOR YOURSELF. The fire department is hoping you'll be willing to wear it my goal is to have 100 percent of our residents and the citizens we serve in the township uh, to have one of these and be working with them to make sure that we can treat them better and provide the best service that we can
1: all right now why does this matter because mostly everybody in the united states of america has one of these things all right these things are you're tracking your heart rate they're tracking your 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 exercise they're tracking yeah. everything about you now they're attaching that to a number QR code to an address QR codes I, i'm telling you they're tracking everything now they're no, now they know exactly the medical conditions of people that're coming in they're scanning their my IDs they're putting them into a medical database all these symptoms that are coming out through this bio the biochemical attack that just happened is now being uploaded into the my ID database this was not a coincidence there are no frigging coincidences and i might seem mad because i'm pissed this is just absurd a few weeks ago we had a power outage at lax a few weeks ago we had congress in a hearing that they haven't really done since discussing what oh the hunter biden laptop story and what the power goes out and backup power had to come on oh there's just nothing there's nothing going on in the united states just pipe bombs being found on railroad tracks whole you know miles of 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 uh, oil tankers and in chemical tankers being put into the Americans farmlands we have derailments all over the place that are polluting the Ohio River we have fires in our food processing manufacturing plants that are impeding the f- supply chain we have uh, metal alloy companies and other types of manufacturing processing companies blowing up all over the place and what do we have today fire electrical substation knocks out power to Oakland Airport 54,000 homes fire an electrical substation. Didn't we just talk about this last week?
3: Yeah, week after week after week.
1: Metcalf, California, 2014. A group of people broke into a substation and sabotaged one of the main transformers taking out electricity for multitudes of people. A year later, on the anniversary, they did the same thing. They came out, FBI, and said that this... Attacks that we saw in North Carolina, Oregon, and Washington were reminiscent of what happened in Metcalf, California. Now, this is interesting because China had talked about taking out the United States' U.S. energy grid by small little attacks on very, very critical pieces of electrical infrastructure on the ground by just shooting them with a bullet. And then, not even a week later, we see this. Fire at electrical substation. And oh, yeah, they're going to say, "Oh, well, you know, this wasn't a uh, cyber attack or this wasn't someone shooting it." No, 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 no. That would, would bring about too much concern and problem uh, and, and, uh, and too much concern and problems with the people, because they'd be asking, "Is our country under attack?" And guess what? It is. Your country is under attack. It's not under attack necessarily by a foreign entity in a kinetic form. It's under attack through infiltration. It's under attack through subversion. It's under attack through psychological and information warfare. It's under attack through the destructuring of your supply chain, of your food source, the poisoning of your air, your water, and your soil. Now, I ask you this. How much longer will people put up with this?
3: That's a really great question. And to take it even further, and I don't know the answer to that, but you're saying, you know, we are under attack. And I would even say, because of the psychological aspect of this, even a seemingly random act of violence in your community or my community could be attributed to this war. It is a war because of the psychological aspect of it. It's so dynamic. You have to look at it in that way. But yeah, how long do we take it? I'm pretty fed up. Uh, how long do you think the average person will take it? Because it, 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 it's, you know, one or two people aren't going to, uh, change it. Everybody has to reach that pre- pre- precipice at once. And that's going to be a disaster. It's a scary thought, um, where this civil war could eventually go.
1: I got, um, I got to play a music video. Know. Hold on. We got to go to a short little least music do. video.
0: Pass the carrots, please.
4: May I be excused, please?
0: What is that? I know what that is. That's music. Douglas, see, please. He's just a child. Don't Douglas see me. What do you think you're doing? You call this a room? This is a pigsty. I want you to straighten up this area now. You are a disgusting slob. Stand up straight. Tuck in that shirt. Adjust that belt buckle. Tie those shoes. Twisted sister. What is that? Wipe that smile off your face. Do you understand? What is that? A twisted sister pin on your uniform? What kind of a man are you? You're worthless and weak. You do nothing You are nothing You sit in here all day And play that sick Repulsive electric twanger I carried an M16 And you You carry that 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 guitar Who are you Where do you come from Are you listening to me What do you want to do With your life
3: I want to (laughs) rock!
1: Nice little intermission right there, but uh, I think we're there. I, I, I you know what? I, I hate to say all of this, but the question yeah. is: is we have to rethink how to do this? And what I mean by that is to take back our country. I'm not talking about civil war. Mm. If you look at the civil wars in the past,
3: Exit.
5: yeah,
1: yeah. If you look at if you look at the war that's being waged right now, the Cold War between China and Russia information psychological invasive resource allocation and if we were gonna rise up against our government and say hey look the declaration of independence basically stated that men have inalienable rights that were given to them by their creator and that whenever any type of government becomes destructive to the means it is the right the will of the people to remove that government and we are at that point so how do you do that Without that government sapping its boot on you. Without that government issuing the military against you. Issuing the yeah. DOJ or weaponizing the FBI or IRS against you. And I think I know how to do it. Oh, really? I do. I'm not saying it Are here you, live. Are you kidding me? we get rid of our phones?
3: <laughs> we meet the, get rid of our All phones right.
1: and meet down with the docks <laughs> at 9. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Your, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Everybody go put your phone in the microwave. Don't turn it on. Actually. <laughs> well, Faraday cage him. Anyway, interesting, man. Well, you um, know how you do it? Peacefully.
1: Peacefully. The same way we're doing it right now. Parallel yeah. systems. We need yeah. to get frigging organized.
3: <sighs> yeah, man. Our lives are going to have to change one way or another.
1: Nope. Yep. I I agree back to the matter. We got to take responsibility for our freedom. And that's really what this comes down to is the point in the moment when Americans take responsibility for their freedom is the moment that they begin pushing back and fighting back against their government, because it doesn't matter if it's the right or the left, they don't give a shit about you or me, neither one of them and the institutions that they formed protect them, not you. And that's Mm -hmm. important to understand and important to remember.
3: Yeah. I'm I'm just kind of stuck in my head right now. I'm thinking, would it be ideal? Obviously, it's not ideal, but would it be a great hindrance to live your life without a phone? Is it even logical to do that? Because Ugh, like I'm to the point where phone? it's like, I, I don't even want this thing to be tracking me. I don't want, <laughs> you know, like, maybe that's a little bit overboard. Like, maybe just, I don't know. But it's just, you know, what do we do? It's so... uh It's so hard. Well, uh, Lighttime
1: just said it best. Let the institutions fall apart. Stop Mm. supporting them. Stop playing the the game. Get yourself outside of the system. You want to know the beautiful thing about homesteading is? Is if if you had a whole community, let's say you had a town of 2,000 people where the majority of the people in the town were homesteading and they sold back to the town. Other than that person going to work and, and earning a living,
0: yeah,
1: th- there's, there's no collaboration with the government or outside. People don't need a new Pretty TV much. every two years. You don't need a new vehicle every three years. You don't no. need to upgrade your phone every two years. You, you don't need new, new stuff to put in your house that's made in China every year and every two years. The only thing still will. Yeah, The only things that you should be going to the store and getting are shit paper and paper towels. I mean, think about it. If that. If you're sourcing your food locally from local farmers, a CSA or whatever. If you're sourcing your food locally, if you're Uh growing your own food in your backyard, you got a pantry stocked full of stuff. Last night we did um, the first Red Pill Preppers. Yeah. We had like 30 people show up on the Zoom. Nice. It was awesome. Stacy and Chris gave great presentations. Rosemary came out there, gave some information. A lot of people gave information. A lot of the things we talked about was canning and food preservation as well as water. I'm telling you, you guys, if you haven't seen it yet, go onto the social Red Pill. Join the groups. Go to groups. It's survival and prep or preparation and survival. And you can see the video in there. But we're going to be doing these probably every week now. And so I'm looking for people who want to come in and present to them. I'm going to be presenting to them. But like right now, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, about fifteen totes, totes, okay, full of canned goods. Totes. Yeah, totes full of canned goods, survival supplies, uh, my Patriot Supply food stuff, okay,
3: mm-hmm.
1: that I have here in my house, okay. I have to cycle through the canned goods over the next three years, right? Yeah. So why am I going to the grocery store and buying new canned goods?
3: The so you only put it in the back of the line,
1: put it in the back. There you go. So if I do is if I come downstairs and I have a little checklist, so I have a little clipboard and I have a checklist on there and I have the boxes, all the boxes are labeled. What's in them. If I open up a box and I take out a can of corn, I one can of corn gone, two can of corn. When that reaches 12, I replace it. Hmm. Smart. That's how you should do it, right? You have to circulate that pantry. Those are the only time that you should be buying canned goods at the store because you should have a supply of them at your house. If you have a garden, you're canning your food and stuff like this, well, don't be buying tomato sauce and this stuff at the grocery store. But, you know, what about my Doritos, my cookies, and my ice cream? Dude, make your own ice cream. Make your own chips. Go out there, buy some potatoes, get some freaking... You know, wh- whether you're going to use lard, whether you're going to use uh, extra virgin olive oil or coconut oil or whatever, some sea salt, make your own chips. It's not hard to do these things. And you could grow your hungry. own... Yeah, you could grow your own potatoes, for goodness sake, and make your own yeah. chips. You you can go get some heavy whipping cream, some some milk, and, and just... You, you can use any sweetener you want. You, I use honey. And you can make your own ice cream. Like... This stuff is not hard to do. There's no reason we should be going out there and supporting these big name market grocery stores. There's no reason we should be going to Walmart every unless you are needing like tools or something like that. Things that are gonna last you a lifetime. Things that you're gonna keep. And like I bought a snowplow last night. Nice. Okay. Now, well, Josh, why do you got a shovel? Well, firstly, I have a massive driveway. And also, I have a foot and a half of snow going in my backyard that I need to pile a trail. If I ever needed to escape, survive, or anything like that, and I needed to make trails, and I, I got a snowplow. I don't know. I look at it as a convenience of doing things fast and efficiently.
3: That's yeah, not bad. Yeah. Dude. Same thing right. with, like, tractors. It's like, yeah, get them. Get everything you can. Get every tool you can. Yep. I don't care what it is. Yeah.
1: But you know what? I got the snowplow, but I also got two extra gas cans filled up with gas, and those goes on the shelf. And so you have to start prepping and preparing for certain situations. I got, I got a, uh, um, 6,500 watt electric generator, gas generator, nice. right? Dual fuel, Good. right? Dual fuel generator. Why dual fuel? Well, think about it, right? It's same thing with ammunition, right? You don't want to be stuck with one gun that, that has no ammo. Uh, do I need more gas? Absolutely. I have, I have, uh, 1200 Watts of solar panels, that I can hook up and I can bring all the way down in my basement. And then I got a uh, 2,500-watt lithium-ion battery that I can run just basically a lot of the stuff in my house off of. Not only that is you can put a manual crank into it. So if you have like a workout machine, like a row machine or an elliptical, you can can hook those up to these things to charge them just by (laughs) physical movement. So you have to think through these things. But get yourself away from, the 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 com- the comforts of society. That's the key, is you don't want to be dependent upon society for when society collapses, you're not going to be comfortable.
3: Seriously, what if the power went out tonight? For a week.
1: Well, what if, what if birds were falling from the sky? Vents, birds falling from the sky, three hundred and seventy eight miles from East Palestine, as government insists ground zero is safe for humans. Exactly. 378 miles away, birds are falling from the sky and nobody knows why.
3: Yes. I have some guesses. Mm-hmm.
1: So I think that we're in a cold civil war and I think that this is the point in time that people need to prepare. People need to get their SHIT together and, and really start hunkering down on things. So I, I'm only gonna say this because they have it a President's Day sale. It is my Patriot Supply right here? Uh, Five twenty and fifty President's Day sale. Um, you can go on over there, right here. President's Day blowout sale. Prepare for what's coming. You can get a whole bunch of different stuff on here. You can check out the deals that they have. Uh, they also have. Uh, oh, yep, they got a, f- a few other deals here too. Uh, quite a few other deals are going on right now. Tons of great savings. Three month, one year mega supply of food. Uh, they have the Alexa Pure water filtration system, which comes with four filters. Um, always buy extra filters. I, you know, those there's a way to actually clean those filters too. But if you guys want to visit there, that's redpills.tv TV Patreon. That's how you give credit to us. I buy from them. I got three containers sitting right over here. The great thing about the containers is they're mouse proof. And I was talking about mice last night breaking into my stash of food is they're mouse proof. Oh, mice no. are not going to break into those things. So even when you open them and reclose them, they, they latch really well to where <laughs> mice are never going to mm. get in there. Uh, but my Patriot supply, redpills.tv slash Patriot guys. Um, you know, speaking of this too, is – if we go into systematic collapse, which I, I, I think there's a good possibility that we're going to, um, yeah. people were asking us the other night, will we have access to the banks, our money, will the electricity go out? I said, you know, if we go back to Venezuela when Venezuela collapsed, all the necessities were still there. Although the money was hyperinflated, people still had access to the banks. Um, the electricity was still on. That's how they were able to use Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, Right. So yes. keep that in mind is that there's 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 things that you can still do. Um, I would have gold and silver on hand. Dr. Kirk Elliott, getgoldtoday.com. Dr. Kirk Elliott, call him, please, and get a, an assessment with him. Whether you have an IRA, you want to open an IRA, you got a 401k, you got cash, call Dr. Kirk Elliott. Uh, getgoldtoday.com. Scroll down the bottom. You'll see the number 720-605-3900. Um, why? Because if I have gold and silver, I I live in a town of about 2,500 people. If the whole world went down tomorrow through an EMP. Yes. I got to be able to go to the farmer down the street from me and say, hey, I need some eggs. I need some meat. And he's going to be like, what you got to trade with, boy? Hmm. I ain't giving him ammo. I ain't going to shoot him. Then there's nobody farming. Like, I got some gold and silver. And he'd be like, perfect. Line it on up. Right? Or what else do I have? I'll come work your farm. I'll I'll give you physical labor. I got some liquor. That's one thing I always do. Whenever I go into town, I usually buy a bottle of liquor. Vodka, whiskey, these types of things. Why? (laughs) Because if I have it in excess, well, firstly, I can drink it. Number two is I can trade it. I always buy extra packs of cigarettes. Why? Because you can trade them. That's gold. It is. It's gold money. You know, you know what you do is you buy the tins of tobacco, the chewing tobacco. Mm-hmm. You, you buy tins of tobacco. You get an extra 100 bucks. go buy a carton of cigarettes, a tin of tobacco, throw it in your freezers. Uh, each tin of tobacco is going to give you a meal for your whole family from a farmer. I, I'm telling you, yeah. you have to be smart and you have to think about these types of things that you can store. I'm like, I'm talking about buying a piece of land. Like I want to buy, I want to have two pieces of land. I want to buy one here in Minnesota and I want to buy one in Texas. And so both of them, what I'm planning on doing and the one in Texas is a little bit harder to do this because of illegal immigration, Hmm. but I'm going to dig a big old hole and put a bomb shelter in. Because firstly, my stuff here in Minnesota, the majority might, well, not the majority, but I'm going to stack that out. It's going to be my new storage locker and I'm going to stack that out in Minnesota. And I'm going to make sure only I can get to the shit. And if shit goes down and it's the middle of the winter and there's six feet of snow I have to trek through, I'll trek through it. And I will get up there. And I'll set up my camp. And I'll be okay. And I'll survive again and I'll survive the apocalypse. Because that's what this is about. And I don't mean to scare anybody out there. But if you're looking around the world, you're seeing the shit that's happening. Okay? A little bit of fear is good fear. It's 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 happening. And, and nobody is given two shits about it.
3: Yeah. A lot of people are just living their lives like normal day to day. Then you get distractions like this.
1: How Speaker McCarthy handed over 41,000 hours of January 6th video to Tucker Carlson. Great. Uh, you so know what? Why? Right. Why well, didn't he
3: send it to us?
1: Well, why didn't he send it out to everybody? Yeah. yeah. Why didn't he send saying. it out to all media? Why didn't he release it into a public folder for everybody to have? Why just Tucker Carlson?
3: I don't know. I remember Fox lied about the stolen election on election night. Yeah. Why would he give it to them? Well, I
1: understand it's Tucker Carlson to get the truth out. But how about this?
3: I like Tucker, but.
1: The Speaker of the House just showed favoritism to one media outlet.
3: That's not going to stabilize our situation at all. He should (laughs) have put it in
1: a Dropbox in a Google Drive folder and said, it's there for everybody. That's what he should have done. That would have put more hands on it to go through that information, to look at all this 41,000 hours, and start calling out discrepancies.
3: I agree, dude. That's kind of silly. I'm I'm being nice with my language. All right.
1: I don't do – I told you so very often. Actually, I do. But I I don't want to be that cocky, arrogant asshole. Now, I wasn't right on how it happened or how it was going to happen. But do you remember the Substack article that I posted? Was Project Veritas set up by Pfizer to discredit the vaccine truth movement?
3: Yes. And I was like, dude, I don't know. I was like, come on. I kind of wasn't on board with that <laughs> one. <laughs> da, da, da,
1: da! James Keith. And he came, just came out a little while ago and said he was—he didn't leave. He was fired. He Pretty was much, fired yeah. by the board. James O'Keefe leaves Project Veritas after dispute with board. Now, what did they say? The dispute was over.
3: Do you know Uh, what was his latest comment? I have it right here. Um,
1: I I just had it up here a minute ago.
3: I can't says. uh, I don't know, but he talked for 45 minutes and he posted the video today.
1: Yeah, let's go here. Let's see what the Drudge Report says. Look. Look. O'Keefe out at Veritas claims ouster linked to Pfizer Sting. Yeah, that was it. Ha!
3: Ha! Pfizer. Ha! The latest bombshell. Fucking called that shit. You did. And what a. I unfollowed Project Veritas today. <laughs> Dude, it was.
1: When you saw it, it was just too easy. I'm telling you, like, there's there so much stuff yeah. going on behind the scenes with all that. Mm. I saw it from a mile away.
3: Oh. Charming Nicole. Twitter CEO next. Do you think he'll be Twitter CEO? Ooh.
1: That'd be interesting. O'Keefe coming in as Twitter that CEO. Would cool. That would be cool. That would be cool. That would be freaking phenomenal.
3: Uh, oh, man. That, that cheers me up during the apocalypse. Yep. L- listen to this... Uh,
1: Scary statistic: twenty time a twenty x increase in prenatal death rate at funeral homes used by USSF in H2 2022. Uh, hospitals aren't talking, so I will. I just talked to a funeral home used by, uh, I believe, it's the University of California, San Francisco. The funeral home rates of prenatal deaths were up over twenty times above normal uh, for 2022. And so he talked with one of the funeral homes in the last six months of 2022. They saw the rates of prenatal death cases jump by a factor of 20x. I asked Dr. James Thorpe about these numbers who's been on this show. And I'm not surprised. Hospitals aren't talking and the mainstream media isn't covering this, but I thought you should know. Should this be shocking? I think so. As you can see from the chart below, prenatal deaths rates are remarkably constant over time. Even just a 10% increase would be considered significant. And because for the immediate investigation, this is 200 times bigger than significant. This is babies, dude. This is prenatal deaths. Mm. This is is beyond sad. And and here's the thing. Put all of this together. The systematic collapse and destruction of the United States of America. The killing of our people. The genocide of our people. Remember what I said. We are coming into that time frame right now. The 18 to 24 month time frame of when the children got vaccinated. That's true. It's about yeah. to kick off, I'm telling you. And I'm telling you, I think Americans are going to – I think that there's some Americans are going to turn to violence. I really do. I think that some Americans will turn to violence. Yeah. They will pick up arms. Are. And they will go after their local governments.
3: Oh, I you think so, huh? Oh, I, well, I could see it happening. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, look at what has already happened in local governments. Massive protests. Yeah. And whatnot over the last few years. Imagine these years keep ticking by. Eventually, that's going to happen. But how about this? If you're going mm-hmm. to, if you're going to t-
1: remove your government through legal, constitutional means, peacefully, you got to well, be smart about legal. it.
3: Legally, yeah. I think
1: that we're about to see. I think what we're going to see is what's happening in Oregon and California, specifically, with the 28 counties, the majority counties in California, wanting to leave California. With the, with the 10 counties or 12 counties in Oregon that are trying to join Idaho, is this is where the civil wars are going to break out. Those people have decided. They've voted on it. And, when, and they're right now in California, they're petitioning for statehood in Congress. They're not going to get it. They're going to get denied it. And they're going to basically say, well, we're our own state, whether you like it or not. F you. Stay, leave us the hell alone. That's what's going to happen there, and that's going to escalate and exasperate the situation. Texas is going to come in and say, well, how about this? They can join Texas, and we'll protect and defend them. This is how I see this happening, okay? Those 28 California counties will be sponsored for statehood by Texas, or Texas will say they can join us.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm telling you. I think a lot of people will flock there as well that I are seeking freedom. Um, you know, because if I can't grow plants here, I already can't have a chicken in my yard without somebody coming and taking it away. Mm-hmm. Um, if they cared enough to, uh, people get away with it, but I'm just saying legally, I, you know, like people are going to go where they can live the life, the life they want to live. Right. And maybe that's the step that needs to happen. <laughs> and you know,
1: we got blocked on Facebook because of that music
3: video, it already is happening, but, uh um, that's the thing that's holding a lot of people back, whether they live in a city or in a shitty town like I do in a pinko communist state. Relocating in order to yeah. uh, fix things is a huge challenge. I mean, it changes your entire life and you have other people to accommodate. And it's just it's hard. So, yeah, a lot of moving pieces.
1: Sorry, guys, we got kicked off of Facebook. I should have known better than that. We're going to start streaming again and see if it comes back on. Because I played that music video. That's that's what happens with the fuck book. Okay, it's back on Facebook. Okay, good. Uh, this is interesting because Biden just came out of his uh, his medical uh, physical. Former White House physician Ronnie Jackson is accused the Biden administration of covering up Joe Biden's cognitive decline, asserting that his ability to think and reason is gone. Following the physical exam last week, the White House says uh, they found that Biden remains a healthy, vigorous 80-year-old male and is fit for duty, stated Jackson stated Americans are learning nothing from the announcement. Is he on any drugs to treat his mental decline? (coughs) This exam was a joke. Cover up. Jackson tweeted, noting that no cognitive tests were undertaken. We learned nothing from Biden's physical exam. How bad is cognitive issue? Is he on any drugs uh, to treat his mental decline? This exam was a joke, a cover up. Why on earth did Biden not get a cognitive exam? Trump had one. Why not him? Biden's ability to think and reason is gone. He should not be president. The media is silent about the lack of cognitive exam of Biden. The American people want to know this information and the media is doing nothing. They're letting this incompetent buffoon drive our country off a cliff. Remember when the media went ballistic wanting the Trump to have a cognitive exam? Where are they today with Biden? It's silence. Our president can barely read off a teleprompter. Do you really think his cognitive ability is 100%? If he doesn't have a cognitive exam, then they're covering something up. And this is a congressman former medical uh, chief medical officer for Donald Trump saying this. Yeah. <laughs> this is scary. Um, doctors from the infamous St. Louis Transgender Clinic told a teacher to affirm an entire group of fifth graders coming out as transgender simultaneously. Despite the teacher's serious fears, they were being socially influenced by their friends. Wow. This is... This is... Guys... This is an so, attack on our frigging children.
3: It's a kidnapping, essentially. So they're circumventing any parental decision making over that and going straight to doctors or straight to uh, teachers. Doctors are communicating directly with teachers about people's children. Is that what's happening? Yeah, well, yeah, I, teachers. I think that's what I understood.
1: Teachers are d- directly going to doctors about this. Uh, so this is from Parkway School, this email. I hope you've all been well. I wondered if I could ask you a quick question about a situation we're experiencing in one of our elementary schools. The short story is that one of the students in the fifth grade class is coming out as trans. She uh, has told several of her friends, and now several of them are also saying they are trans. We do not want to discourage them if this is the case, but we are also suspecting there could be other reasons they are doing this than this is actually the case. Is this common? Are there resources for handling this type of situation? Again, we do not want to discourage kids if this is actually the case, but we also do not want to diminish the actual experience of trans folks. Any resources you can point me towards would be greatly appreciated. How about this, Miss Teacher? One resource I can point you towards for those kids is their fucking parents!
3: The only resource you really need.
1: The only resource resource you need. Yeah. Their parents. Un-freaking-believable. I- if that happened in my kid's school, you know what I would do?
3: You'd be pissed. You'd I totally- would go
1: gather up every Mike, Joe, Jim, and Todd in, in Bodunk, Mayor, Minnesota. We would grab uh, some 12-gauge shotguns. And we would go on down to the school. We would stand on the public sidewalk. <laughs> we would not be entering the no gun zone. And we would protest peacefully with unloaded weapons in cases with trigger guards on them. Okay? But make it a point, nonetheless. We would have the cases in front of us on the sidewalk, public sidewalk. That's what we would do. Yeah. But you know what? make a statement. Yeah, my friend actually had a... First uh, Amendment. My friend had a... My my son had a sleepover the other day. And uh, the kid's dad dropped him off first thing i see is the afghanistan vet i'm like ah this will be all right and he's like oh where are you from I'm like western new york He there's ah, a station up with i'm like oh for drumming like, yeah i'm like 10th mountain he's like yeah and i'm like oh shit here we go right and started talking i'm like want to come over some whiskey sometime he's like yeah and i'm like all right there we go see like we're making he goes you want to go you want to go hunt some small game with me i'm like let's do it he goes do you like to fish i'm like i do he goes Oh. Yeah. It's, it's okay if I text you? I'm like, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, right? Hell yeah. And here's the thing. We never once said Biden or Trump. We never once said right or right. left, conservative yeah. or liberal.
3: Hello? No, I have got I've got a friend out here who's, you know, doesn't align with me politically, but when it comes to fishing, when it comes to guns, yeah. we align. <laughs> so it's like...
1: but well, when that civil war starts, make sure that you get him on that big old dam and just... No, I'm joking.
3: <laughs> I'm joking. That yeah, doesn't matter. Political affiliation doesn't matter when it comes down to it, you know? And hopefully we could get back to that point in our lives completely.
1: So, interesting enough, did you hear about that bishop that was mm-hmm. murdered? No. So, in California, no. um, Los Angeles County Sheriffs have determined the arrest suspect of the murder of Catholic Bishop David, David O'Connell, 69, was fatally shot at his Hacienda Heights home over the weekend um the suspect 65 year old carlos medina was described as a bishop's neighbor as an odd man according to law enforcement carlos medina's wife had been o'connell's housekeeper <laughs> oh, sounds like the priest was getting glad? a little bit extra <laughs>
3: what's the connection here
1: so the housekeeper of the priest okay her husband killed the priest Sounds like oh. the priest was doing a little extra cleaning of oh, yeah. the pipes on that one.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He was uh ah, damn it. Sometimes I'm just not quick enough. Yep. Yeah. Pierce so, huh? Whoops. Yep.
1: Alright. Here's some dangerous rhetoric that I want to talk about. Firstly there's Trump. Um Did I open that up? Hold on. There was an article that Vince sent me. Oh, not what I wanted to do shit. Uh, there was an article Vince sent me. There it is. is
4: this
1: okay, well, first thing what I'm going to do is, as I'm going to talk about this, um, we have the Battle of the Streams going on. Battle of the Streams is where you can help support everything that we do here at the Red Pill Project. Much appreciated for everybody on Facebook, DLive, Pilled, and Rumble who are supporting us. Uh, Grismo 7 is celebrating an 18-month sub-streak sub, sub as well as donated three lemons. Thank you so much, Grismo 7. Light Time, four-month sub-streak. Thank you so much, Light Time. Shannon 1313, 10-month 13, sub-streak. And also donated 10 lemons. Thank you so much, Shannon 1313. 13. Gritz X, one ice cream, Charming Nicole, seven lemons, Bayonet five lemons. Thank you so much, Xgrits, Charming Nicole, and Bayonet. Grandma 5 Revolt, one lemon, Bayonet another two lemons in key uh, recost to ice cream. Thank you so much, Grandma 5 Revolt, Bayonet, and... Recost and Nadine, quadruple Q, one diamond. Thank you so much, everybody there, for all of that. Now, this is one thing I wanted to talk about here. Russia has committed crimes against humanity in Ukraine, according to Kamala Harris. Not only did she say they've committed crimes against humanity, which I don't have it here, she, she states the United States has formally declared, formally declared, that russia has uh, committed crimes against humanity
3: oh really
1: the united states has
3: it's a big step to
1: Th- that is an escalation of war, war guys okay yeah um here's the thing is we're trying to figure out how like the united states is running the bio labs doing the genetic uh bioweapon testing on the russian people um the united states bombed the Nord Stream pipeline Uh, The United States has been giving depleted uranium rounds to Ukraine. Uh, The Ukrainians are the ones using chemical weapons against Russian troops. So we're having a hard time figuring this logic out. But um, this is where it gets a little crazier. Uh, Well, Trump came out today and America Last Biden is in Ukraine. Trump is heading to Ohio. Strong reaction. Uh, Biden and President's Day today is in Kyiv. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. Yep. And um, Oliskisi Danilov, who is uh, Kiev's National Security and Defense Council boss. So he's like the, the, the National Security Advisor, okay? Head of the National Security in Kiev. He says, our tanks will be parked on Moscow's Red Square, and that will be justice you understand what they just said right there?
3: They just said, we're going to end Russia.
1: Yep. Right after that, Zelensky says, Zelensky threatens World War Three if China allies with Russia. So, uh... over the weekend, China came out and uh, said that uh, they're potentially going to be supporting Russia with missiles and arms. And the United States said, no, you're not. You can't do that. <laughs> what? We're paying fucking Ukrainian people's pensions. We're, we're giving them tanks, depleted uranium rounds, guns, munitions, missiles, missile defense systems. And when China says, well, well we're going to give everyone. this to
3: Russia, you can't do that. What if, why doesn't China just round up every single purchase made in their country to the nearest yen and send that over to Russia? Oh, wait, we did that with Ukraine yep. too. Probably still are in a lot of places.
1: And Poland predicts Russia's next <laughs> attack and this is where it gets in- interesting. Uh, Lithuania is calling for NATO countries to provide jets to Ukraine, despite Vladimir Putin's warnings of, of more advanced weapons war- uh, would cross red lines and escalate to conflict with NATO. The left has the West divided. Uh, Joe Biden said they won't send F-16 fighters to Ukraine. Lithuanian President Gitanas Nusen is urging NATO states to provide them without delay, saying some red lines have already been crossed. Even when, say, the war broke out, Germany initially said categorically that it would be only send vests, helmets, and like, but not the weapons of mass destruction, but they also send tanks. Netherlands, Poland, and France are all aligning exactly with this. Guys, war is about to break out. Okay? Now, Joe Biden visited there today. What immediately did you hear when Joe Biden got there? What? You heard the, uh, the bomb alarms going off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so CNN reporter says, I've been here for the past five days. I have not heard any explosions or sirens until Biden was in the center of Kiev.
3: Okay. So it was probably just a charade.
1: It was a charade. Oh, but remember when Hillary Clinton remember when Hillary Clinton was uh, first lady and she got off in Kosovo and she had on the bulletproof vest and all this stuff and they were like, running with her and you find out that she wasn't even in any active war zone and there was absolutely zero threat whatsoever and it was all staged? That's what they just did with Biden.
3: Well, good thing you could run a five-minute mile.
1: Mm-hmm. How about this one? False flag alert Russia claims European nationals, uh, European nations sent radioactive substances to UK- Ukraine for staged disaster. The Russian Ministry of Defense said Sunday they issued a warning after they reportedly received information about containers of full radioactive substances being sent to Ukraine by a European country. Several containers with radioactive substances were delivered to Ukraine from the territory of the European country. The Russians said these containers will be used to stage local contamination of a region close to one of the radiation hazard facilities controlled by the Kiev regime. And this is the actual official Russian government site that is saying this. Now... What European country do you think it is? For 500, Alex? Ukraine? What's
3: the question? What country? Russia's accusing a
1: European nation of sending oh. radioactive material to Ukraine um, for a false flag. What year- Germany. What European nation did Russia oh, call out last week and said oh, that they know. would nuke their primary city?
3: I London. London, okay. England. One of them. Yep. Oh no! This makes me want to get a Geiger counter because what if these? What if there's some of this in, in the states? And if we could find it before anything happened, that'd be good. Because I imagine there's all kinds of things all over the world.
1: So uh, I see people say in Germany, and you said Germany. It, 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 Germany is uh, that definitely has a Ford aggression right now with Russia, but they are also dependent on energy from Russia. So it's mm. kind of like a, a love hate relationship there.
3: Yeah, but they're so corrupt, I feel like they're really shooting themselves in their feet.
1: Yeah. Well, they're Nazis. What do you, what do you want? I, don't,
3: I, I want them not to be Nazis anymore.
1: Yeah. Senator Lindsey Graham the China, if you jump on the Putin train, you're dumber than dirt. And the, uh, it would be like buying a ticket on a Titanic after you saw the movie, is what he said. Let's listen to this.
5: <laughs> I'm not worried about provoking Putin. I'm, I, I want to beat him. And how do you beat him? You beat him by giving the Ukrainians the military capability to drive the Russians out of Ukraine. You label Putin's Russia as a state sponsor of terrorism. You create international tribunals so we actually can try Putin and his cronies in an international court like we did after World War II. Don't worry about provoking Putin. Worry about beating him. And I've never been more optimistic about winning this war in Ukraine than I am right now. You beat him by... I I want you to listen to what this piece of shit
1: Lindsey Graham is actually saying. He's
5: talking about beating Putin, but listen to it. Giving the Ukrainians the military capability to drive the Russians out of Ukraine. So number one is to give them the military capability to drive the Russians out of Ukraine. Check. Okay. You label Putin's Russia as a state sponsor of terrorism. You label Putin's Russia as a
1: state sponsor of terrorism. Wait. They... Not that they are a state sponsor of terrorism. You label them the state sponsor of terrorism. You, the United States, say, just like Kamala Harris came out today and said, that Russia has committed crimes against humanity. You You label them a state sponsor of terrorism. You don't need any evidence. You just label them that.
5: What else does he say? You create international tribunals so we actually can try Putin and his cronies.
1: You create international tribunals. Who's we? How how about the international community? Why isn't, why don't you say, we come into the international community and we try these crimes in a court, not a military tribunal. Do you you see what Lindsey Graham is telling you right here? He's telling you their fucking plan. We're going to label Russia, state-sponsored terrorism, crimes against humanity. We're going to create a military tribunal That's going to hold them responsible and take them out with military force. Because they're standing in the way of our globalist agenda. These people need to be removed, man.
3: Yeah, they do. A lot of people are suffering and could get a lot worse. In another move uh, through
1: ESG... Discover credit card is to start tracking gun buyers. Credit card providers discover will start tracking purchases at gun retailers in April and will make it the first company to do so. Last September, the International Organization of Standardization, which determines payment card merchant categories, approved a dedicated code for gun retailers in an attempt to help law enforcement solve gun related crime. Because, you know, all those criminals are going out there buying guns with their fucking Discover card.
3: Yeah, it's not for the criminals. We all know the mm-hmm. truth behind this.
1: All right, um, this is a telltale sign of things to come. One of the biggest landlords in Los Angeles just just, just defaulted on 755 million in loans for two skyscrapers as remote work keeps offices vacant. Um, also. California lost five hundred thousand residents last year, the the other states. Whoa. Five hundred thousand, a half a million people left California last year. That's massive, man.
3: That's a lot of lattes.
1: Yeah. But why are they having a real estate problem in California? Well, you're you're that's why. Uh the the Lloyd Brunson, the Brunson versus Adams lawsuit about congress violated their oaths will be uh it's being reviewed and a decision should come out hopefully by friday so we should know by friday um this is a cool article right here physicists stored data in a quantum hologram made of twisted light yes you read that light Particles of twisted light that have been entangled using quantum mechanics offers a new approach to dense and secure data storage. Holograms that produce 3D images and serve as security features on credit cards are usually made with patterns laid down with beams of light In recent years, physicists found a way to create holograms with entangled photons instead. Now there is literally a new twist to the technology. Entangled photons that travel at corkscrew paths have resulted in holograms that offer the possibility of dense and ultra secure data encryption. Researchers reported in a study to appear in the physical review letters. Light can move in a variety of ways, including up and down and side-to-side patterns of polarized light, but when it carries a type of rotation known as orbital angular momentum, it can also propagate in spirals that resemble twisted uh, rotini pasta. Like any other photons, a twisted version can be entangled so that they essentially act as one entity. Something that affects one of the entangled photons pair instantly affects the other, even if they are apart. But this new technology of basically uh, the holograms relying on two different twists, says physicist Zhejiang of Beijing Institute of Technology. Uh, would you have to pick the right combination of twists from about 80 possibilities to decode the data, bumping a bet combinations to seven distinct twists, leading to millions of possibilities? Uh, you're talking about quantum holographic encryption. This is going to get incredibly complex, incredibly fast, and incredibly interesting, incredibly fast. So, uh, the future is here and technology is advancing pretty fast and, uh, man, we're living in a crazy freaking world, Vince.
3: Yeah, uh, I kind of just want to be left behind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, my thoughts on all this are that we are in a cold yeah. war with Russia and China. I think that this is going to be exacerbated. I think that, um, this is going to go kinetic real fast. I think that by the end of 2023, there will be a kinetic war and troop movements will be happening to Europe. I think that wow. once that happens, they will, um, they will press on the social cultural destabilization in the United States of America, as well as the vaccine deaths. I think that that could be even controlled by 5G, and that could be uh, happening very, very soon as well. I think that by 2024, um, we're going to need Trump. And uh, by the way, Trump announced that he's going to be doing ballot harvesting this next election, which they should have yeah. done in 2020. I mean why are we not playing the same games that the Democrats are right? So yeah, he
3: says we need to take over today. He said we need to take over and fix our elections.
1: Yep. I agree. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens there. Um, yeah, man. Interesting time to be alive. Look guys, I appreciate everybody out there. Everybody that uh, helped donate tonight and then support us much appreciated on that. Uh, everybody who joined us for the red pill preppers. Thank you so much for that. That video is on social red pill. Don't forget to go out there and join SocialRedPill.com. Uh, we are entering a very, very dark chapter in the United States of America, in the history of the world and humanity, but understand that we have to progress through this darkness in order to come into the light. And that is the truth right there. Uh, much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys all take care. We're gonna see you next time. Don't forget that every night there is a live Zoom on socialredpill.com. You can join that, socialredpill.com. Completely free to join. The Zooms are open immediately right now. Uh, Just Jim and his buddy are probably already on there because they don't watch the shows. They just go there for the Zooms. Um, Yeah, (laughs) just joking. But much love, respect guys. You guys take care. Have a good night. We'll see you guys tomorrow night. Another episode of The Daily Dose.
2: Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff,
0: and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal.
5: And uh, they call me, I patch the game. <laughs> I, I think it's, I, I haven't, look.